0: Hi, right, this is Derwin James, and you listen to the Chargers Podcast Network.
1: All right, guys, welcome to a new episode of Chargers Weekly with a longtime friend of the podcast. Haven't talked to him in a while, Sean Merriman. Sean, how are you, my man?
0: I'm doing well, man, uh, regarding the circumstances. Um, I'm just glad are about to open back up. So That's I'm right. all good. It looks like you're about to go to the gym, right? I am. I am out to go uh, spar a couple rounds down the long beach with some of my guys for a lights out. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm happy to get back in. And it was, it was tough. It was tough trying to find places to work out. and uh, Also while keeping a social distancing and everything too
1: at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's been a, it's been a challenge for a lot of different people. First, happy belated birthday. Uh, and Thank you. And you said you're not going to count this year, right? You got to count it twice next year, 2021. That's right. I'm still 35, man. I'll be turning 36 <laughs> next
0: year. You know, you can't have you can't have the uh, the day in uh, quarantine. But uh, yeah, man, I feel great though. You know, I, I look back on it. I remember coming in and, and laughing at all the old guys. You know, uh, the Randall Goffries of the world and Jamal Williams. I used to call them old guys, and now I'm 30. I'm 36, so uh, that always feels a little
1: bit weird. Well, dude, you're throwing up 100-pound dumbbells. Are you making a comeback? Is there something you're not telling me? <laughs> is, is, uh, are we going to see lights out in training camp? Look, well, yeah, well, training camp, no. If you need me on the top <laughs> towards the playoffs. The what third, a stupid question. Quarter. Yeah, what a stupid if question.
0: Third and plus seven. You know, I'm straight up the field. I can go get a quarterback for you for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, Hey man, this so much has happened this off season. Let's just start with the uniforms because you were one of the few that got a sneak peek ahead of time. Uh, what was your reaction when you saw them and then what was your reaction to everyone else's reaction once they were released to the world? Well, you
0: know, initially, man, uh, I was, you know, I was nervous, right? Because I'm such an honest person. Uh, and I'm, and I'm up front. So if I don't like something, I'm like, ah, you know, they were okay. Um, but you know, you always gonna go. You you can't go wrong with the powder blues, right? So you can't mess those up. I knew those were gonna be top notch, number one. Yeah. But I was, I was surprisingly shocked, man, that every single color combination. If someone was to ask me, just direct, what do you think about the the charge uniform, right? Not even being biased, I would tell them that every uniform, every set of uniforms they have, is the best in the NFL, right? Like just straight up, and I and I truly believe that. Um, because you have a little bit of the old school in that mix, and so you start with the numbers on the helmet. You have the uh, some of the old golds that they had back in the day, and then you have like a new transformation of the new school, and like the uh, the how it pops off the uh, off the color line. You can tell the 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 seaming, and and I'll get back into like my apparel kind of my apparel background, but you can just tell the way the seams and everything was cut, man, that they really, really spent a lot of time uh, going over these uniforms and how they were, how they were just uh, built. So uh, I can't wait, man, because that that was always a thing, right? As a player, when you got the best uniforms in the NFL, and you come out, whether it's a Sunday night or Monday night football man. a game, and you're the only show in town, and your uniforms are just popping the way they are. I mean that that's that's an automatic win in in, in the players' eyes.
1: And, and the thing is, they were already the best in the NFL, arguably and already. So, right. So to make it better, and just really by making it in a way simpler, and then paying homage to the past, uh, the numbers on the helmet was was like the cherry on top for me. But uh, you see what you said. It wasn't just the powder blues, like like the whites, the navies. I mean all of them are just yeah. so clean. And these guys, you got, you got to feel good when you're going out on the, to the field of SoFi Stadium. Um, these guys are going to feel good wearing the, those new unis.
0: Oh, no question about it. I mean, like I said before, you, uh, you, you look good, you play good, you feel good. And all those things go together. All those things stand true.
1: Hey, so I think the biggest thing when we go into 2020 is, is the quarterback's room is completely different now. You know, Phillip didn't miss a start since 2006. You got Tyrod, you got Justin Herbert, who the team drafted at six overall. You got Easton Stick in there. Uh, But the quarterback's room, I I, I look at the the positives moving forward. You know, Tyrod is is an established guy in his league. He went to a Pro Bowl. Uh, He doesn't turn the football over. And then with Justin Herbert, this kid had 42 starts at Oregon. So – I think that's going to help him. You see his intelligence on display already. Um, what do you make of this new look quarterback's room as we get into 2020, Sean?
0: Well, it's going to be exciting. And uh, one of the most exciting parts of it is the competition level that's going to be, that's going to be happening. Um, you know, when, even, even myself during the offseason when we talk about so many other options or so many different quarterbacks that could, could have come to the team. Um, yeah, I've always said like, hey, Ty- Tyrod can go. Type, people, you know, don't don't overlook Tyrod. Tyrod can play, and he's an established veteran. Um, he's going to go out and better win you some football games. I thought the team was smart into uh, building something for the future and having somebody there who's going to be there for the next five years. And Tyrod is going to go out there, and he's going to push Justin. You know, he's going to push Herbert. He's going to push him a lot, and, and that's what you need in order to, uh, you know, grow the team and have it going in the right direction because without that competition there, there's no one behind us pushing each other. And if you don't think that both of these guys are going to make each other, uh, won't make each other better, you know, you're you're wrong. You know, this, if there's going to be a, a a competition every single day, and that's going to push Herbert, and that's going to make Tyrod uh, just that much better because he can go out and listen some football games for you.
1: He can, and I've said this a few times during the offseason. You know, he had stops in Baltimore. In Buffalo, in Cleveland, Tyrod's never had a set of weapons like this. When we talk about Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, Eckler in the backfield, um, Justin Jackson, Joshua Kelly, I don't think Tyrod has ever played with with a set of weapons like this. And and you look at uh, a revamped offensive line too, Sean. uh, This will be the the perfect stage for Tyrod to to show what he's all about.
0: Yeah, and you know this—the NFL is about opportunity, Um, and it's about situations. Sometimes you have. you know, a coaching staff to come in that doesn't necessarily mesh with what, you, what a player does. And then you don't have the tools. You may be an offense line. Maybe you have one or two wide good wide receivers. You don't have a, a great offensive line to block for you that long. Or you don't have an established running back who can do multiple things like Eckler can and catch the ball out the backfield. And if you ever get in, in distress, you can't dump it off to a certain guy. So all these things uh, now Tyrod has. And this will be the best team and the best, opportunity he's had in the national football league all the way around, not just from the offense side of the ball, on the defense side of the ball. You're, you know, the, the Chargers defense is a top five defense. Yeah. They're, they're, they're top five defense. And so you're going to have more opportunities now because you know they're going to get turnovers. You know they're going to put the ball back in your hand. You know they're going to give you a great field position. So all these things are going to help out Tyrod to give him the best opportunity uh, to be successful. And it doesn't matter at that point because now, you know, Justin Herbert can sit back and watch, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with uh, taking your time, learning how the NFL goes, learning the speed of the game, learning your surroundings, and just getting comfortable your first year. And, you know, if Ty Rock can uh, hold him off for a year or so, then, then great. You know, then Justin will come in and play when he's ready.
1: Especially in an unconventional offseason like this, Ben, where you don't have the, the offseason program that you're typically accustomed to as a rookie. You're doing everything like we're doing via Zoom right now, trying to learn the playbook. Um, it, it's going to take some time for, I think, all of these rookies to, to get accustomed to life in the NFL right now because what they're doing right now, Sean, is they're doing what you and I are doing. We're at home on Zoom, you know, and, and they're just trying to learn the playbook and trying to learn as much as they can remotely. Yeah, and you know what? You can pick up a lot of that
0: um, mentally. You can have those mental reps where you go over the playbook over and over and over again. But we all know it's completely different when you got fire coming at you. When you got yeah, those key no, linemen in your no base, and you got to move out the pocket and throw in the run. You know things happening, and we're showing different blitzes on defense, and guys showing different blitzes, and you have to be able to make those quick checks and have a mental capacity to do it in game action. Right now, it's fine because, you know, he's picking up the mental reps. It's great. Um, he'll he'll walk in and at least understand and hear the terminology enough where he's not too far behind the curve. But the real action is going to be when you get on the field and you see how fast that the NFL is. You see how fast, you know, you see a Melvin Ingram come running at you. You see a Joey Bosa come running at you, a Derwin James. You, and him, you know, showing one coverage and being able to pick the ball off somewhere else. That's where you're really going to get the – the, the best learning experience. But
1: right now, it's fine to pick up those mental reps. You know, we talked about the defense a little bit. Kenneth Murray, you get in the first round. And you had a, a cool comment, I thought. I saw an article about retired jerseys. And and you said, I, I'm against it. I'm all for passing it to the next generation. I'm excited to see that 56 in action because Kenneth Murray's a beast. I want to get your thoughts on, on Kenneth. But also, seeing 56 Back in the limelight at SoFi Stadium, it's got to be kind of a cool thing for you, too. Yeah, it's cool, especially when you got a guy that can make some plays.
0: <laughs> you know, that's always a cool thing. And, and Mary, um, you know, we got a chance to talk. Uh, We've gone back and forth over uh, over Instagram and direct message or whatnot. And, um, you know, I've always – he's explosive, man, and that's the fun part is going to be. And you look at these guys, and I always evaluate, especially linebackers at his position, and, how their, how their mental approach is and how uh, they lay it all out in the field, right? You have yeah. some guys just get to the ball and want to make a tackle. No, he's running through guys. And, you know, he, and that's when you see this explosive movement coming and him finishing guys and swarming the tackles and being relentless. This is what I see from him. And, and um, you know, without jumping a gun, because, you know, the NFL is obviously much different in college. You, I can see right now he, he's going to be a player. He's going to be a star in the NFL and that was a hell of a draft pick for many different reasons and not just his athletic ability. He's a tone setter. He's, going to, he's that spark plug, and I think that if you want to make any comparisons to what I did and, and what, he's, what he's going to do is he, he's going to initiate that spark that the defense needs and, and, and really the team needs. He's going to be that spark plug because he's exciting as hell. And that's the part that I can't wait to see. And he's going to have to learn a lot. He's going to have to pick up this game speed. And he's he's going to have to learn the the ins and outs of being a a pro in NFL. But I can tell you right now, he's going to be a guy that's going to get on the field. And you're going to say, wow, right away. He's going to do something to flash and let you know that what he's going to be in the next, you know, for the next five or 10 years. He has that flash and that explosiveness. And
1: I can't wait to watch it. I always feel like it's similar to Derwin, his rookie year, when you saw right off the bat, like, oh, man, this guy's going to be a player. And, and, Sean, now you have, and we've talked about this throughout the offseason, too, you have, you have Bosa, Murray, and Derwin. You have a guy on each level of your defense that, that is a potential blue-chip player. We know Joey and, and Derwin are. I think Kenneth has that potential as well. But to have a, a pro bowl, all-pro, blue-chip type player on each level of your defense, speak to how important that is for a team.
0: It's very important because you know everybody at every level has to be the tone setter. Um, you got the you got the D line up there. And you know Ingram and Bolser coming off the edge, and and they're going to flush things up the middle to the D tackle. You have, you know, Murray there. And you got you know still a, a solid linebacker core, and you have a, a a third level that is bringing just that much um, impact back there. So you have a different level of accountability on every level of of the defense. And let me, it's infectious, man. I I can't yeah. say it enough. And, you know, I'll just, I'll never forget me going out there and make a big play. And I can, like two, three, four plays later, Sean Phillips is going to make a big play. Luis Castillo's making a big play. Joxy's there, Jamal, Igor, you know, so it's, it's infectious because everybody wants to be in on making that big play. And, You have somebody at every level that's going out and and setting the tone is going to set the tone for the entire team because everybody wants to go out there
1: and make a big play. Yeah, and, you know, I mentioned Bosa, Derwin, and and Murray, but uh, let's not forget about Melvin Ingram, Casey Hayward, Chris Harris Jr., Linval Joseph. I mean, like, the list goes on and on, Sean. And some of these guys are are free agents uh, talking about Chris Harris Jr. and Linval.
0: uh, The Chargers, no doubt, had the best offseason in football. I mean, there's no doubt about it. This is probably, in my in my opinion, and just being around the organization, this is probably the best offseason they've ever had. Wow. Um, as As far as the the draft class, as far as the who they brought in, the key people they brought in, big the big offensive linemen there from Carolina from the Panthers, um, they made they filled every gap that they had missing last year in order to be a championship team. That's what happened. Um, every hole that they needed to fill. In order to take the team to the next level, uh, they did that. So I know it looks good on paper, and you got these names, you got these guys that can play. So they still have to go out and execute. But this isn't a situation where you're talking about a team who just a, just a couple of years ago they were 12 and four. Yeah, right. This is this is practically, in, in a sense, the same the same team. You know, minus a couple guys, but they've also made some great additions. So um, of course, they got to go out and worry about you know, the preseason and, and game one and get through it. Uh, and I don't want to talk for them or talk too fast because they still have to go out and, and handle business. But you can't help to be excited for what's to come. You know, you know what these guys are capable of, so the expectations are going to be
1: high. And, Sean, you mentioned two years ago, 12-4, and four, you didn't lose a game on the road until the, the Patriots game in the playoffs. Uh, last year, the, the two biggest things, it, no mistake about the fact that it was turnovers and actually getting the ball, turning it over on, on defense. When you bring over Chris Harris, when you, when you have a guy maybe like Tyrod who, who has been very good with taking care of the football, those are two things that they really need to concentrate on to get back to, to who they were in 2018.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and we go back to talking about the defense, right? I mean, when you have this type of defense – And these players who can get you the ball, it's not going to give up a lot of points. They're going to give you great field position as an offense that has to make you feel good because you don't have to go out and hit a home run every play. You don't, you have to go out and not even manage. You just don't, don't do anything that's going to shoot yourselves in the foot. That's what this is going to be about, especially when you have this kind of team and you have Ty rock that already has a, a great history of not doing that. Right. He already has a great history of doing it. And then, you know, any, any point in time, he can go make plays with his legs. If certain things are not there, then you dump it down to Eckler who does his, his best work in space. So, you know, if you look around at just the, the parts of this team and how they're
1: built, you can't, you can't help to be excited for what's to come. So I know you got to get to the gym man. And last thing for you um, with everything going on this off season, Uh, the importance of veteran leadership and and having guys – I even look at the Chargers draft, man. All the guys that they selected, you know, were senior bowl guys, uh, guys who were captains on their team, who who have a a large body of work in college. Um, How important is veteran leadership and um, familiarity with the the coaches and and all all those sorts of things uh, in a season like this where everybody's going to be playing – from, frankly, a disadvantage with the lack of an offseason program?
0: Yeah, well, like you said, that veteran leadership has to step up. Um, and what they have to do is hold everybody accountable. I mean, accountability, I think, in, in my opinion, looking at, at this team from the outside in, um, is, gonna, is, is accountability. You know, these veterans that, that's been around, that's been there, any of these rookies or guys that's coming to the team, you have to hold people accountable that they're going to do what they're supposed to do because it, it was such a weird offseason. Your workouts aren't the same. You're, the team uh, camaraderie isn't the same. You, have, you, you're not, you weren't able to do the things you would normally do. So you have to be able to hold everybody accountable to get back on the same page and work tirelessly to catch up on all the things you missed out on this offseason.
1: Sean, it's been too long, man. Uh, what do you got going on with, you know, uh, Lights Out Extreme Fighting? I know that right now we're all kind of in a an up and the air phase, but uh, I'm sure you got some things cooking when the time is right.
0: Yeah, you know, going back and forth with Mayor Garcetti, <laughs> uh, Governor Newsom, and uh, just trying to figure out uh, what's the what's the next step for us, you know, because we had a fight that was uh, that was postponed back in March at, at the Commerce Casino. And so when we open back up, we have to follow the uh, casino guidelines and and, and 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 making sure it's safe for fans to come and making sure it's safe for people to travel and walk through the casinos and, and the places that we're having our fights. So uh, we're going through it as well, man. I know the NFL is kind of figuring out. Hopefully, they start up on time and everything goes according to plan uh, when September comes. So for us, we're looking in the next few months uh, having our having our first fight and since the uh, since the COVID hit and and trying to. Uh, get back to normal, man. You see, that you know, we we need sports. I mean, I I don't care, we really need sports. Sports is so embedded into our culture and um, everything that we have going on in daily life, it's almost a relief. Um, and I can't wait to get people out the house and and get them coming to some lights out fights and uh get them them going again.
1: And also, seeing you on the sidelines of SoFi Stadium, man, that's what I'm looking forward to in, in September. Get this thing rolling having guys like yourself out there to support the team, man. Always appreciate your time. You're always so generous with it. And uh, I look forward to seeing you sooner than later, Sean. Absolutely, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us. A big thanks to Sean for joining me. And, of course, thanks to you all for listening. A quick reminder that during this unprecedented time, Select Physical Therapy is focused on patient safety. Their centers remain open and offer a clean, safe environment for you to receive rehabilitation services. You don't need a doctor's referral to begin care, and they now also offer tele-rehab. You can easily connect with a licensed therapist through web-based technology that is HIPAA compliant right from the comfort of your home. Select Physical Therapy is the preferred sports rehabilitation provider for the LA Chargers. Visit selectphysicaltherapy.com to schedule an appointment today. Have a great weekend, and until next time, I'm Chris Haery.